1: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily
2: Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, We uh, we spoke to Dan Leo, who's a former Samoan rugby player. who has been campaigning for the rights of Pacific Island rugby players. And there was big news from World Rugby yesterday, which was uh, great for him. So it was good to catch up with him again. You'll hear all of that. Uh, We were joined by comedian uh, Josh Pugh. Grassroots coach, still plays. Yeah. He had some interesting stuff to tell he us. Plays for England, Paul. Yeah, he does play yeah, for England. Yeah. Really nice guy. Very funny man. One to watch. Uh, we had a birthday spread. We did. We, we had did, a chat. Paul. We had a lovely chat. You Any island white stuff a, getting?
3: in, do we think? came who up, who up with a really stupid,
2: cool topic at the end. <laughs> and there might be a Proved couple of Proved very popular. So here it all is.
3: It is uh, seven minutes past one. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon. Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. I think my, uh, Arteta's been listening to me about getting... Uh, Arsen Wenger involved back in football. Paul, I've been pu- been punting him for the Man United job till the end of the Give season. Give it Arsenal to the end of the Give season. Give it Arsenal till the end. Of- him or Neil Warnock, I said. Is that what you've been Til saying? Till the end of the season. But Arteta's obviously heard that, and he's thought we'd better get him in at Arsenal Just as soon as possible. Claim him before he goes. Exactly. Off to- we'll have know.
2: news on Ralph Ranick for we are going to head to Russia ostensibly to speak to someone who's been asked to commentate on bare knuckle boxing, which yeah. is. Apparently huge in uh, Russia. Um, Well, yeah, and it's not illegal in this country. Interesting. I was reading
3: a bit more about it. I've I mean, never been to one, Paul. I don't, I don't think I'd North want to go to one. I wouldn't have one. expected you to have gone to one, either. Actually, I was big on the scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just as I've dropped that now, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty big on the bare-knuckle They all know scene. Charlie, like, on nodding terms. <laughs> of all,
2: but yeah. terms. I mean, the, the, look, the <laughs> argument, which you've heard many, many times before, is that it's not illegal. Cause if you drive something out like of that underground, it becomes far more dangerous mm. in this country. They say it's regulated. There are medics uh, on hand. There's some science that they talk about as well. But anyway, it's not for me, as they say, no. but um, it's certainly for a whole part of Russia, and uh, we'll be talking football and more with Alan Moore over yeah. here, a man we've spoken to over in Moscow in the past. Now, a couple of things to get you going on uh, this afternoon before we talk about a little bit of last night's football. Um, and that is, um, you saw...
3: Adam I'm a, ce- Ward, I'm Ad- a celebrity, yeah. get me out of here, Paul. I was watching Add It On last night, flicked it on. Yeah. Um, so watched Richard Madeley trawling through some fish guts. Well, he's not um, well apparently.
2: They've had to they've had to Oh really lift him what to, a surprise. A treatment
3: after what he ate last night. Oh, I hope he's all right. What a surprise. Yeah. There we are. Anyway, Adam Woodyat is on, who is of course Ian Beale. Ian Beale, yeah. and he, his introduction was: "Hello, I'm Adam Woodyat, and you you probably know me best for playing Ian Beale in EastEnders." And I thought the word "probably" is doing a lot of heavy lifting there, Paul, isn't it? <laughs>
2: like,
3: yes, that is what we know you for. He was playing once, he, Ian Beale for was, thirty-two years. He was
2: in the Beale. He was in the Bill. <laughs> in the Bill. He was in the Bill once, and he'd done about two other things. Yeah, but I think you'd predominate It's a bit like. <laughs> it's a bit like hi, I'm Bill Roach. <laughs> yeah. You prob- <laughs> probably you know probably know me. You probably know me from playing Ken Barlow. In, uh, I mean, it doesn't just have to be Coral no. Star. I'm interested in times that word probably did some quite
1: heavy uh, yes. lifting.
3: Yes, I think there's probably... In the, I'm Jeff Hurst. You probably know me <laughs> yeah. for scoring...
1: Well, I'm, no, no, I'm Jeffed a bit more Yeah, yeah I know, but I you know, probably. Yeah,
3: you probably do know most famously. you know,
2: It's Troy McClure, isn't it, really? <laughs> so you can get going on that, the word probably doing a lot of heavy lifting. Yes. The other thing was, uh, uh, Charlie, I don't know if you're going to get in trouble for this, but uh, Charlie was telling us what he likes to do is... Uh, when he plays uh, FIFA with his uh, son. Yeah. You try and get inside his head because you can't beat him legitimately. Can't beat him. He's, he's tall- like I do in the no, birthday spread. Exactly. He's
3: 14, Paul, nearly yeah. 15. He's taller than me, a lot taller than me now. Yeah. He's pushing six foot. He's right. a big, big lad. Towers over you, does he? He's a great looking guy. He's got everything going for him. So yeah. I have to find ways to really bring him down a peg or two. Yeah. So I often suggest we have a bit of father and son time playing FIFA, you know. Yeah. And what I like to do is when he's about to score is press pause. Oh, that's low. That is. And what? What's his reaction normally? Why are you doing it? Why are you? Do, why are you doing it, Dad? I won't. We just won't play. <laughs> <laughs> I just won't play you anymore. Wow. Like that. And it's and like, he gets it's upset, just gets, he? Up, well, he gets upset with me anyway, you know. Right, imagine yeah. having me as your dad. Yeah, it's, oh imagine yeah. that. It's a terrible thought. <laughs> what <yeah>. a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Bigger kid than <laughs> he is. Real terrible. Yeah. Oh, dear. Shouldn't be allowed. So, yeah. uh, what I do you do to wind up your this. kids, you're In gonna the
2: night, yeah. What's the, uh, Charlie's choice today? The nicest way. The nicest, way the nicest possible. Way. How do you like winding up your kids? We all know, don't we? It's just, it's easy. I was running the line. They know how to wind us up as well, though. My two I yeah, can hit yeah. the buttons. They'll they. bring up a few old stories and <laughs> oh, yeah. stuff that have happened in the past, and then they'll, you know, they'll get to me every Real. time. But we all do it to Drill each down other. On within it. the family dynamic. It, oh, it's yeah. classic bants, isn't when it? When
3: it's on your own, you know, when you're on yeah. your own, it's just the four of you, there's no one else. That's and, right.
2: Everybody knows the story, everybody exactly. takes their turn. of getting some clog. Yeah. So, anyway, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet j. Well, there was a load of football on last time, oh, so now it's time yes. for this. You wait for Champions League
4: review on Talk Sport with Haycar. Buying a car never felt so good. Search
2: Haycar to find yours. Yeah, good people at Haycar join us now as we look back on
3: last night's uh, Champions League football. Yeah. A a p- great, it was a great a great night. I just wish there was more on it last night because yeah. there were loads of games but you know people have sort of run away with the groups. Dortmund the went out though, didn't they? They did. That was a they bit did. of a shocker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. And and uh uh um RB likes Leipzig they just left it too late, haven't they? Absolutely smashed them, but they yeah. just left it far too late. There were some good games. Oh the uh, City uh, PSG was uh, yeah. I mean top quality football, yeah. wasn't it? Re- well just watching, just it's it's like FIFA. Isn't yeah, it? that that PSG so is like night, yeah. is like a FIFA. And he was, team. We, have, we have heard a
2: lot of people saying. Gabby had saying Chelsea probably the best team in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. Andy, a Chelsea fan, wasn't having it. He said, yeah. "You know what City did to Chelsea at the Bridge." Yeah. And you know, you look that's at reverse last,
3: psychology, though, isn't it? From Andy? Well,
2: no, I think he means it. I think okay. he, he, you know, he can see a few. We always see shortcomings in the team, but I thought City last night just played some, re- especially played some really lovely stuff. I,
3: and I love seeing Raheem Sterling in that company. I just think he's such a good yeah. player. So when he when he's there and he's scoring and he's running at proper world class defenders, I, I think he lifts his game the bigger yeah. the game. Raheem Sterling.
2: A lot of love for Thiago's goal. You ever oh, caught one as
3: sweetly oh, as that, Charlie? It. It, it reminded me that goal of a ninety nine P flyaway shoot. ball yeah. When you just yeah, you just used get of it, catch it on the on the air bit. You know, on the on the yeah. uh, um, inlet. There, you catch it on that. On j- the valve. On the valve. That's why oh, the, the valve. It, the yeah, inlet. Yeah. The air inlet. The valve. You <laughs> <The, the laughs> Just catch inlet, it right. It, and it doesn't quite hit, hit on the beach. Yeah. It catches the wind beautifully. Just flies in. What a beautiful goal. The the goal we all dream of scoring, isn't it? That yeah. one. It's a cool catch. That was quite a low jeopardy because that like, home and hose Liverpool. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I was does amazed it? They, so they played the full. Full, well, they, well, they more did. or less they, full squad, they, you know. They put, yeah, but they, to play Salah, they played a few you know. You think
2: you know you can rest them, but you're right. It wasn't a not a night of massive jeopardy, but we did see some uh, some cracking goals and some good football as well, yeah. didn't we? And what about Sebastian Haller? Well, the old West Ham fans, they must be thinking,
3: you can't what, believe it.
2: What happened there? The amount of goals he scored already.
3: Uh, it's uh, there's a there's a group online that is uh, our old friend Lars Sivertsen mm. has, which is uh, a group of fans called yeah. Sebastian Haller is terrific. Um, and I, I shan't say what what they're spelling out there, oh, Paul. Okay, but uh, right. but that, that they are known as, oh, okay. as the, the Sebastian Aller is terrific group.
5: Hello,
3: Sebastian. Hello. I always think it's <laughs> yes, uh, it's uh, a a Henley,
1: of, isn't it? It's a Rupert Bell situation. Exactly. Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds.
6: At MidMobile, Mobile, we like to do the opposite
1: The Hawksby & Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Paul Horsby being uh, Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. Well, uh, you, you may follow the grassroots coach on Twitter. Yes. Uh, he's uh, comedian Josh Pugh. He does some very funny stuff on social media, little short films, one man short films yeah. based on all sorts his, of his latest one. We probably can't play uh, now. A few of them we can't play. His dad, but yeah, uh, in April classes. Yeah. Uh, it's very funny. Um, little
3: specific slices of life that are very yeah, funny, very aren't they, Paul? Good.
2: Very good indeed. Uh, good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, gents. How are you doing? Yeah, yeah we're good. good. Yeah, we're we're, we're enjoying we're enjoying your work.
6: Oh, thank yeah. Thanks for the plug there. Enjoying yeah. your loving the show, guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're all friends oh, now, aren't yeah, we? We're all friends. That's nice. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the but, gr- um, first time caller, <laughs>
2: long time listener. <laughs> it's, yeah, Josh. Are you Josh? Who you, who's your team? Your Villa fan,
6: Josh? Who do you support? I'm a, I'm a bit of a neutral, you know. All oh, right, that helps. Yeah, a lot, a lot of my mates are a bit of fans. And then it's kind of like unite you know, a few Newcastle fans and stuff. But where I am in the country, I'm not, um, I'm not that bothered really. I, I like football, but I'm a bit of a, bit of a neutral, and right. but I'm also, also a bit bored of the. Premier League as well oh yeah. okay
3: thank okay. like, so <laughs> you thanks to, for coming to, on Josh anyway one. <laughs> <laughs>
2: 100 pounds worth of Wix vouchers heading to you the uh, um, yeah so the grassroots coach Josh that's uh, where, are you actually a coach yourself or is, is this a figment of your imagination
6: so I used to do it when I was like 18 between 18 and 24 I used to volunteer coaching my local junior team um, and it's just kind of born out of that really it's kind of a group of parents that are thrown together who would never necessarily socialise with each other and they're forced to, everyone's in the same WhatsApp group, everyone goes to the Christmas dues and then you've usually got some nutter dad at the helm. <laughs> yeah. Trying to implement tac tacker with a group of six year olds. That's, that's what it is basically.
3: You play though, don't you? You do play football to a very high level, Josh. I know that. You play for England, don't you?
6: Yeah. So I play for England's party sorted team and I've played for like 10 years. Um, but we've not had a tournament for two years because of the COVID and oh, stuff, yeah. so we're back at it next year, then we've got a World Cup in 2023, so that'll probably be my uh, my swan song. So have you,
3: have, you, have you always been partially sighted or did you start playing the game before so, before you became partially sighted? How does it, it work? It
6: kind of got, it's kind of got worse over time, really. Mm. Um, and a lot of the lads have been able to see and then have lost some vision. So they've they've learnt to play the game and they're obviously really good players and they've they've been at clubs and stuff and then it, it's happened to them. But there's a there's a real mix of some lads that have had it since birth. Then obviously the keepers, the goalkeepers, they can they can see normally. Yeah. Obviously hmm. sometimes we'll play because obviously we'll play like sighted opposition. And okay. I think they think, I think they think that our keepers can't see, so they are just smashing it from anywhere oh. they're, just, they're just catching it and like, rolling it out so yeah it's, uh, this guy's cheap got I've
3: got a match report on you actually here Josh this is an interesting point. Oh, okay. we'll see what sort of player Josh is previously represented England in 2017 where the team finished third in the European Futsal Championship but in one match report Josh Pugh was again outstanding in providing England with a solid base from which to operate and was immense in his defensive duties you the partially started Makaleli yeah
6: <laughs> yeah i mean uh, It's not my words not my words, but yeah um no it's, it's a great game so have you ever seen it? it's kind of getting bigger in this country kind of obviously it's yeah the sighted game as well it's getting um it's getting bigger in this country it's televised a bit now it's great for kids and stuff really good development tool but a good sport in its, its own right but i'm kind of i'm a bit of a a, a plodder really mm. Yeah, now we've been following it from the very
2: early days when uh, Simon Clifford brought it over from Brazil and and others like him brought it over and... Uh, and brought the game over so yeah it's, it's been it's a fantastic it's a separate England team we've been very successful I think in the past uh, the thing I like about grassroots coach is that it's a kind of tongue-in-cheek take on on a on a dad as yeah. a coach isn't it for example i give you one of his uh, tweets great performance from the kids this morning so nice to get all the subs on the pitch shame the ref didn't share our ethos you've got too many players and you're going to have to take somebody <laughs> off junior football's about participation and the sooner people realise this the better and another classic example of course you shouldn't be taking this seriously. Match day. Parents, please remember that many of the referees in our league are just young kids themselves and can be, can be influenced uh, by shouting at them from the sidelines. So let's get the pressure on him early and come away with the three points. <laughs> the trouble so, is, this is genuinely... Yeah, yeah, you must, probably, get, oh, you you must, must get, get a people... dads liking that, saying, yeah, spot on, son. <laughs> it's about, at least there's a coach saying this sort of stuff.
3: How often there? do you get it that people do retweet it? Either, look at this, an absolutely disgraceful example of what is going on at youth football level
6: more more than should happen yeah really <laughs> and it's it's what's got what's kind of nice and quite heartening about it is there's actually loads of nice parents mm. kind of you know people get it like it's tongue-in-cheek and they're oh this is but then you do get the odd one either they think yeah brilliant idea <laughs> let's, let's implement this or it's this guy should be ostracized and you know should be held up hauled up in front of the fa and stuff yeah. but no, it's um yeah. it's that's what you want with a parody thing you want people to think it's yeah. real that's where the new of it is really
2: and but some of them are quite believable I've just seen a group of around I can't do that one uh, what was the other one <laughs> uh, great character shown by the kids today I had to step in and ref the game so I couldn't coach um, for them to equalise in the 24th minute of injury time was special <laughs>
3: well done everyone <laughs> <laughs> career's on the up though isn't it Josh you're doing ever so well you're doing uh, bits and pieces of uh, bit of telly I think you're doing here and there and and uh, you've got celebrity fans I think Harry Hill was yeah, I, talking I, about I, it the other I day on. The
2: Harry and he, he, he said to, he, he said one to watch he was really impressed he went and saw he said I laughed a lot really enjoyed it
3: Josh so
6: uh, yeah celebrity and he
3: used to House. say me when when and, yeah and then and I mean how the you know mighty have fallen
6: <laughs> you know <laughs> well, really yeah, I could be 20 years Tom. I could be stepping in on a mid afternoon talk exactly exactly imagine that 20 years yeah give it 20 give years give it 20
3: years Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so where exactly
2: where can we see you in action at the moment
6: so I'm just, having, but I'm actually having, a, I'm having a baby within the next four weeks. Right. So I'm kind of playing it by ear a bit, but I'm going to do a tour next year, and I'm always doing club gigs. I, I'm, am off tomorrow night though, so that, that should be all right.
1: Good stuff. Um, well, we can. I'm, from- I'm
6: actually. And why didn't Charlie up there? He's, doing, he's doing my ball, gig tomorrow. Oh, right. he's, he's, he's Oh, ball. right.
3: I was thinking, uh, no, no, you're not. <laughs> so, and where is are. that? Where's that tomorrow night? Oh, he can't come. It's sold out. I oh, sold out. Oh, sold okay, out. fair. That's a shame. So, grassroots it's in coach. a farm shop. I do a gig in a farm shop in the middle of nowhere. Genuinely. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's like something the, from Emmerdale. The Blue Let's Tin. Let's have a comedy night, <laughs> says Patrick Moher. Blue Tin Farm <laughs> Shop in Oxfordshire. And we're outside tomorrow night. It's going to be great. Minus two, middle of nowhere. Yeah. Good stuff. Dingles Comedy night
2: in the farm shop. Grassroots coach, the. The, the, the H in coaches is, is a five. Go and check it out. It's very funny. A Josh Pugh comic for those little short films that Josh yeah. does. All the best, Josh. Thanks for talking to you. Thank
6: you, easy, both. See you soon. The Hawksby and Jacobs
1: Daily Podcast.
2: This is Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on Talk Sport. What a pretty major law change in the world of rugby yesterday. World Rugby approved an amendment to the eligibility laws, which means players no longer permanently are tied to one test team. They can switch to another country if they've not played test rugby for that country in three years. They can uh, switch allegiances once. This is huge, uh, especially for the Pacific Island. Game, and uh, we're going to chat now to Dan Leo, who was a former Samoan player who made the excellent film. We discussed it with him when it came out Oceans Apart, Greed Betrayal, and Pacific Island Rugby. Uh, he's long campaigned for this to happen and for a fairer uh, way for uh, the South Pacific Island nations. Good afternoon, Dan. Good
5: uh, evening here in Australia. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. It's almost probably the morning, uh, great, isn't it? Great to be back. Thanks, morning.
2: thanks for having me again. Uh, look, this is so good. Uh, when when we when we heard about this, we immediately thought of you and thought we would get you on for a chat. It's kind of worth explaining just what this means, what this new ruling means to uh, rugby uh, in the Pacific Islands. Yeah, well,
5: for us, it's, it's massive. Um, you, you know, um, something that, that uh, I've been campaigning for for uh, since I've retired and uh, probably seven or eight years ago. And, you know, a lot of players uh, who may have played for tier one nations, the bigger, the bigger, richer nations, which, uh, um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, one, once or twice um, um, for those guys to, you know, have a pathway back to be able to give back to their islands of heritage um, is huge, you know given the fact that most of us are uh, economic migrants or, or, or children of economic migrants, um, but our heritage is still very close to our hearts. So, um, yeah, it transforms the, the, the sport. Um, you know, if anyone who knows rugby knows that, you know, some of the biggest names, um, our Pacific Island names, you know, um, uh, Joan Olomu, but mm-hmm. even um, in today's, you know, Manu Tuilangi, the Winnipaula brothers, um so, uh, so we do bring a, provide a lot to the game, and for me, this is about justice, allowing um, you know giving back to islands who have brought so much to the game of rugby. Um, it's going to be a slow
2: burner, isn't it? Because the, the dream, I guess, Dan, is um, that the South Pacific Island rugby becomes uh, Pacific Island rugby becomes kind of self sustaining. There's a level of sponsorship and money in the game uh, to stop players from the Pacific Islands going off to play elsewhere because uh, they won't need to. That's going to take a while. I mean, in the short term, this is great. But, uh, you know, the dream is in the long term, the difference
5: it could make. Exactly. That, that, that's what it's about. It's about making a sustainable pathway for, you know, our islands who, you know, Tonga is a country of 100,000 people. So, um, you know, we they need a leg up And the only way we can do that um, is by, you know, uh, being able to access the human resources and the hugely, vastly talented uh, amount of players that we have playing around the world uh, for other nations. Um, But, yeah, the the goal is that, uh, you know, with that, they can bring back experience to, uh, you know, to train up, help train up the the local kids uh, to be world-class players. But also, as you say, um, you know, sponsorship opportunities. um, Hopefully the results improve so that we can... uh, you know, command, uh, you know, bigger test uh, matches against better opposition, Mm -hmm. uh, sellout stadiums and the money that's generated that can help to, you know, to fuel uh, grassroots rugby in the Pacific Islands, which is what we're lacking now is is finances and resources to be able to compete with, the England's, the uh, the New Zealand's, the South Africa's of the world. Hopefully, all of this, you know, this is a small step in that process, you know, towards us becoming, um, you know, financially self sufficient that we can uh, actually, you know, um, get to the point where our players don't have to choose. You know, Hmm. bigger, richer nations first and foremost, they can actually play for Samoa or Fiji first before they make that decision to to go elsewhere for Hmm. money.
3: I can hear the relief in in your voice. It's really nice to to hear. Is there any downside at all? Is there any situation perhaps where if someone had a, a really great tournament that then one of the bigger nations might come in and say, well, do you want to play for us in four years time?
5: Uh, I think I think that uh, stand downs pretty long. You know, that three year sort of cuts out any of that um, yeah. possibility. But for me, it's probably a little bit too long. I think the one downside is that you know a three year stand down actually is possibly detrimental to the goal of this, and we want to be able to access our best players, um, you know, in the primes of their careers. And if they finish, say, uh, we'll use uh, Mako Vunipola, you know, he's on the fringes now of England, Mm -hmm. hasn't been selected in in about almost a year. Um, How great would it be if he could come back and be available for Tonga within a two-year period when he's still at his heights? Three years is a little bit difficult. So there's teething issues you know it's not a it's not a, 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 a one you know um, I wouldn't say by any stretch of the imagination it's a it's finished product but it's a work on and it's a step in the right direction the fact that uh, I think this is the first time in my experience that World Rugby, the council has voted, you know, the old saying, uh, turkeys don't vote for Christmas mm. has always been uh, relevant to rugby because there's been a protectionism of the tier one nations just doing what's right for them and not looking, um, doing what's best for the growth of the sport. This flips that, uh, you know, it's a, this is a massively bucks that trend. So... Steps are—it's a step in the right direction. Not by no means it's, is the is the war over. It's just a, a small battle won in that in that process. But yeah, we, we're still in the middle of a of a war for, um, you know, for the development of the game and particularly for tier two and tier three nations.
2: Maybe the flip side of that three year ruling is that you know you could have someone who thinks, well, you know, I'll uh, I'll I'll start playing for Fiji or Tonga or Samoa, and you know I've probably only got to do this for a year. If it doesn't work out, I can go off. Uh, to New Zealand or wherever. So, I mean, there is, it does allow someone to make a commitment. Once they have made that commitment, three years does focus the mind, as you said.
5: Yeah, it does I would have liked to have seen um, you know to, to safeguarding that um, you know the, the possibility of and maybe this is something for down the track that they make it that you can only step down a tier from a tier one nation down to a tier two or three you can't go you can't go up the other way you know just to safeguard and make sure that this law is being used uh, for what it's meant for for the development of emerging nations and that there was that, you know some safeguards are in place that can't be um, you know uh, exploited uh, to say but uh, as we say you know it's a a step in the right direction we can um we can work with this um and hopefully um you know the short term you know affects uh you know a stronger uh tonga and samoa and fiji uh short term but in 15 or 20 years you know hopefully we, we we won't need this law because we'll just be developing and retaining our own players because the financial uh situation will have uh, evened out a bit and it'll be a bit more of a le- level playing field that's all we ask for hmm.
2: and, and finally dan and um, since the news broke have you had any players reach out for you talking about switching allegiance?
5: Oh, geez, I don't know if he's if anyone in the, the UK knows the name, but uh, Israel Falal has just oh. been, oh, yeah. uh, yeah, <laughs> I think we do, yeah, it is the uh, <laughs> coming across for Tonga. So he'll be playing in the Tongan jersey in their next, uh, very next, uh, test arena. Shame it wasn't, uh, this wasn't announced a couple of weeks ago because he could have been playing against England and would have been interesting to see what sort of reception he would have got um, from the, the rugby union crowd but um yeah it's um you know it's really you know Julian Savea um you know uh, an all black winger uh actually the current uh captain of the all blacks uh, uh, Adi there has said that he'd love to play for Samo um, at, at some stage in his career as well. So it's really, uh, really positive. You know, uh, I think um, not many, you know, Pacific Islanders, we, we always, you know, I'm born in New Zealand, but I always um, pay homage to my Samoan ancestry. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's something that's uh, um, across the board for, for Pacific Islanders. We're very proud of where where we've come from and where our, our parents are from. And, you know, that's first and foremost in our hearts. So just opportunity to represent that side of us um, you know I think in today's world where most people you know uh, have got some sort of dual uh, citizenship or nationality at least um, I think it's 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 a good step from World Rugby to be you know um, to be reflecting the the fluidity and um, changing environment um, that you know and parameters of, of not just the rugby but of the world
2: well Excellent. Dan, good to talk to you, well done I'm sure your lobbying, campaigning and and Oceans Apart, the film uh, played a big part in this, so uh, good to talk to you again, thanks for joining us Thanks for having us guys, thanks There we are, Appreciate Dan Leo, the former Samoan rugby player, and his film is still worth checking out, there are other aspects beyond this, uh, that uh, are well worth highlighting, so go and check out Oceans Apart, I think it's still on Amazon or okay. on Netflix, you can find it. It's really, really Great. good film. So yeah, well done to Dan. Well done. It's uh, Paul Hawksby and Charlie Baker here on TalkSport, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie pointed out earlier on that he likes to play uh, FIFA with his uh, son just yeah. to wind his son up, just as uh, his son's about to shoot and score, he, he pauses it, don't you? What's annoying about that, Paul? And what does he do? <laughs> Why
3: why'd you do it? Why do you like it? just complete? Yeah, I can see it. I can. I can hear it. It's, it's a very good. What word. you've asked to play me? Because <laughs> I asked to play it. I always oh, yeah. ask to play him. Because means we can spend a bit and of time he get, together. He gets a bit sulky. Does he? <laughs> if you do that. He doesn't. Like he doesn't you. get sulky. He just annoyed at me. Paul. Okay. He's a lovely young
2: man. Um, I used to wind up my son, says Daz, uh, by putting muck in front of every item I requested (laughs) at the drive-thru so I would order some muck fries a muck quarter muck pounder a muck chocolate muck milkshake and a muck muck
3: flurry (laughs) think of the fury going on in the back of the car dad why are you getting it wrong you're so annoying
2: yeah Uh, I drive my daughter mad by changing the lyrics to the songs from Frozen, Let It Go. Instead of the Cold Never Bothered Me Anyway, I change it to the rain never bothered me anyway. Dad, it's cold! Four <laughs> years. Furious. It goes for every time. Oh, says no, Paul the and the way front.
3: the way to wind up a six year old or a seven year old is just to get their age wrong. Just yeah. get their age slightly wrong. You're five of course, aren't you? I'm six. <laughs>
5: <laughs> What's the matter with you? Yeah.
3: My friend uh, Rob has just sent me a photo of him with Martin Chivers and uh, Pat, Jennings. Pat, Pat Jennings on the Isle of White Ferry, Paul. Oh. And I was wondering if just for the last hour, Charlie's Choice, we could do celebrities you've met on the Isle of White Ferry. Just, just no, no <laughs> other ferry. <laughs> no other ferry, not on a ferry. Not on the, the uh, Kowloon celebra-
2: Hong Kong Island ferry. 81089,
3: <laughs> <laughs> what celebrities have you met on the Isle of White Ferry? We might get some, Paul. Oh. We might get none. Might be some footballers. Quinny, you probably, might even have met Mark We Haney. can narrow it
2: down if you want. Any Footballers who've played for Pompey,
3: quite possibly. <laughs> Any footballers you've met on the Isle of Wight Fair. No, not for
2: anybody. Not, just footballers. Just footballers. You okay. narrowed it down, Paul. You all made right it more niche. So you're going to get practically all Portsmouth players. might let's find out. Let's find
3: out, Paul. Yeah, I don't you know. You might. you might get some people who've retired to the Isle of Wight. Okay, then uh, Charlie's Choice. We don't normally do them, but we have today. There we are. Um,
2: keep them coming. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet at TS and j We mentioned um, Charlie said the word probably was doing some heavy lifting when Adam Woodjatt said you probably know me best from playing Ian Beale in EastEnders, the word probably doing a lot of heavy lifting. Uh, we mentioned, somebody mentioned that uh, Chesney Hawks, you probably know me best from my song, The One and Only, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, doing some heavy lifting. Ed said, and Charlie said, he you did a gig with him and he did it four times and got off. He, that, I think he was employed to do it. Yeah, four to do times. do it four times. Yeah. And, you know, it wasn't sort of, you know. Ed went and saw him. He said, I saw Chesney at a student night. Oh, okay. He did all new stuff, including <laughs> a cover of American Pie, the full version, and only did what? the song as his third encore. <laughs> Major, come back leave him wanting more. This times? is the new one. If he, was, he, was probably, he probably said, I don't want a fee for doing the gig, but what I want is I want a quid yeah. for everybody who shouts,
3: one and
2: only <laughs> so if you play do it, the one and only if you do it as a third encore you you yeah. you've probably made about america the quit.
3: full version what the yeah, It's 11 yeah, minutes yeah, and yeah, i, I think we did Freebird that the night th- as well the <laughs> long version
2: yeah getting song lyrics <laughs> yeah. wrong there's yeah. a, th- a lot of things mick the geordie does it as well he says i i sing in the car to all the songs she likes but i sing the lyrics really badly oh. my eight-year-old <laughs> Tells me, a 38-year-old, to grow up. <laughs> maybe she has a point, he says. Yeah.
3: Well, I think it's just people... I think what it is, you're just trying to get a reaction yeah. out of your child so they converse with you in any sort yeah. of way, you know, so uh, they're not just silent. on
2: Chris, you. the Bristol City fan, says, that I do it every time, too. He said, my lad says... Uh, like, Dad... Do you know Harry Kane? Uh, and, yeah. uh, no, he doesn't say it that way. He says, yeah, yeah. Dad, do you know Harry Kane? And yeah. He says, well, no, not personally, but carry on. Oh. So he said, "So Dad, you know X?" And you're not know, personally, so carry on. I slightly so killed him in the way I said it. I do apologise. So it was Chris. D- all in
3: the delivery, Paul. Yeah. him. The uh,
2: Christmas Eve, we have a bit of a get together. You might join us on Zoom. I'm, I'm going to join you on your, Zoom your, your at least, Paul. Yeah, at least. Andy and myself will be here. And last year, because of uh, the virus, uh, of course, we we couldn't b- bring the listeners in. It's still very difficult. Yeah, you know, we're not we're not through the pandemic yet. And we can't have a great big group of people We want to cause any issues for anybody uh, at all. So we're going to do it via Zoom again. But it does allow a lot of people who couldn't make it into central London on Christmas Eve to be with us on the day and to appear on the show. So it's pretty straightforward. Um, we just, we play some old, uh, I met Chesney Hawks on the Isle of Wight Ferry. Doesn't, j- doesn't count, doesn't count. This could be a sorry count. about that. <laughs> but anyway, uh, what we do, we play some old karaoke classic clips that you'll know. We'll have a chat with you, the listeners, find out where you're up to for Christmas. A bit of a Christmas Eve party. Yeah. And we'll do it all remotely, so you can be anywhere in the world. Apparently we've got people from Ecuador joining us. Oh, lovely. You just need to be available between one o'clock and four o'clock our time on... Christmas Eve yes. uh,
3: it's as simple as that how does the karaoke bit work Paul do you do, you, oh, no, we, I think do people, people just sit there people, and the, it, a ball bounces on top of the words they know, you know. They
2: know the clips off by heart uh, yeah, you know well. uh, as a fellow Celt that'll be there you know yeah. Beaky on a roller coaster So some of the mad Mike pa- oh anyway the, sounds great the ca- so the that's going to be a
3: Zoom it's going to be a Zoom Christmas Eve everybody can join it lovely if you can join us um, just
2: th- we're going to put uh, something up on TSH and J TSH on Twitter that's the easiest way to follow the link fill in a little form Tell us a little bit about yourself. Obviously, you can be there with family and the kids or whatever you want to do and just chip in on the day. We'll have a chat. You'll be part of that uh, now traditional Christmas Eve show. They said
3: it wouldn't work, Paul, but here we go. I met Bernie Clifton on the Isle of White Ferry in 1986. (laughs) Not a footballer. Not a footballer. I met Steve Stone, there we are, formerly of Portsmouth and Aston Villa on the Isle of White Ferry. I met David James on the Isle of White Ferry going to the festival. You see, Paul? These are just not going to get boring, are they? (laughs) Um, Arthur Lowe, uh, Dad's on the oh, phone. Captain Don't Manorin. tell him. On the Isle of Wight Ferry,
2: 1974. Very nice. Where morning. are you going? The Isle of Wight. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where are you off to then? Uh, Don't tell him. Where are you off to, Captain Mannerin? <laughs> We're going down, Captain Mannerin.
3: <laughs> where are you off
2: to on the Isle of Wight Ferry? Yeah. Don't, yeah. Tell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell him, Pike. Don't tell him, Pike. There we are. I met Roger DeCourcy on the Isle of Wight Ferry. No, player. you met him on the Ferry to Cows. That <laughs> means the Ferry to Cows. I'm not a ventriloquist. Glyn in High Wickham. We don't want the Ferry to Cows. We want the Isle of Wight Ferry. Yeah, we um, are. Yeah, same. Anyway. I knew people would have done it, Paul. It's
3: a great one. Um, I'm I met not- Andy Impey on the Isle of Wight Ferry. There yes. we are. Nice, isn't it, Paul? It's good. Yeah, but it's, not, it's just so boring. <laughs> um,
2: talksport.com. Talk, so you got me Wrong out of there. Idea. Talksport.com. There we are. Clips of the week. He dragged me down to your level, Charlie. <laughs> Talksport. Isla White Ferry. Talksport.com. Text 81089. Tweet. Uh, join in if you want to. I'm not joining in. You're on your own. Text- the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Here we go then, it's birthday spread time, that point the show every Thursday um, when Andy Jacobs sets us 10 birthdays, mm. he'll have a, a top quality gag uh, attached to each one of them uh, and it's the job of myself and Charlie to try and guess, and you at home, play along at home, tell us how you get on, um, if you can guess the birthdays correctly and uh, we'll have a margin of error that builds as we try and guess the years and the one with a short margin of error after 10 birthdays
3: is the winner. Last week Charlie was the winner. Yeah. I think um, my win should count double because, A, you've been playing the game a lot longer than me. Hmm. And also, you don't want me to win. Andy doesn't want me to win. Listeners don't want me to win. Max doesn't want me to I don't want win. I'm really just fighting. I'm like the mill wall in this Quite situation. Neutral. No one likes me. I don't care. Charlie,
2: uh, yeah, no, Andy's Switzerland. <laughs> he's he's, he's, he's oh, neutral. Yeah. I don't know what Jeff oh, okay. feels about it. Well, fuck okay. Good afternoon, Andy. Good afternoon. No, I'm totally neutral. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. No, he doesn't want know. me to win. He loves watching yeah. me squirm. <laughs> I don't mind who
4: wins. Yeah. As long as, long as, as it, the as game the is the winner. The spread oh, is sure, the winner, yeah, yeah. of course.
2: <laughs> um, uh, is Jeff Peters back in the nerve centre? Oh, oh yes, he Good. Answer yeah. that phone. It's great to have him it's, back in the nerves.
1: Yeah, it? it's so, so good to be back. 10-4 is the latest score with Paul in the lead. Francois Ozon did for Paul last week. Yeah. Um, dramatic. Drama in the extreme, as Nigel Pearson would say.
2: Indeed. I've chosen Ooh. to go off first today. Wow, OK. Uh, I'm going to lead us off because it is my choice as the, the loser. Ooh. And uh, that effect died out quite <laughs> quickly. Um, so, um, here's Palais. Oh, no, it's back. He was going Pelé, wasn't oh, well, Answer that phone. <laughs> Pelé,
4: answer the phone, Pelé. Answer the phone. Uh, so, okay. first birthday. The first birthday today is the actress Oscar winner in 2018, Alison Janney. Alison Janney, yeah. and I don't know if you know this about Alison, she's absolutely sport mad. So much so, so much so, she named her baby after the West Indian fast bowler Tino Best, and hopes one day he'll be head of FIFA. Yes, I see great things for Janney's infant Tino. Oh, yes.
3: lovely. what very, a, very good. Beautiful. a Beautiful. Yeah. It's all downhill from that here. That talk sport <laughs> book's on the way, Andy. too. Totally yeah.
2: Um, Alison Janney, Alison yeah, great actress.
3: Uh, West Wing and all that. Um what is she? About sixty three. Yeah, I was thinking that. I was thinking Chilla West Wing was nineties, wasn't it? Yeah. she was yeah. Mm. Sixty-two. Yes, she's sixty-two.
2: Oh yes. okay.
1: A direct here for Charlie. What a start for him. So Paul one out, Charlie. Dead on the money. That's what a, a start. Good start.
2: We're laying down a marker. Charlie goes first now. We take it alternatively to the last one, of course. Uh, yeah, here we go, Charlie. You're next.
4: Okay, it's birthday number two, the motor engineer and managing director of Formula One Motorsport, Ross Braun. Mm. Ross Braun. And the last time I saw him, he was standing directly (laughs) below a blue plaque on the side of a house belonging to Brad Friedel. It was Braun under a Brad sign. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
6: That
4: was
2: lovely. For the Blues fans. Two (laughs) bangers (laughs) so far. Two bangers. What did we think there?
3: 72. Ross
2: Braun? Okay, um, I'd say he's about fifty,
3: fifty-four. 54. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, no, he's 67, right? Is he really? Yes. I thought he was, is he used palm olive. I'm thinking of the right person, I? don't think
3: of He used to be head of Ferrari and head of and thought, all sorts. Yeah.
2: I must, be, I, must got have, I must have face. looked at a very old... Oh, that's nice of you. Not. Kick a man on his birthday. <laughs> I must be looking at an old picture of him. Well wow. I oh, Ross is... I'll be getting an invite to the pits after taking 20-odd years off him. So what's that done to the scores? Sir?
1: Paul, you're 13 out wow. on that one. So you're on to 14. Charlie, five out that you were mocking. Yeah. Uh, and Charlie's on five. So oh, well, that will uh, teach me to be yeah, cocky,
2: wouldn't it? Yeah. Early lead for Charlie. OK, I'll go first on the third one. Here we go. Mm. OK, it's the actor, uh, actress and model Bo Derek.
4: Bo wow. Derek and wow. yeah, no, I oh, know. Okay. I was helping her to put together a pine table she bought from IKEA. And as we were assembling it in the garden, there was a downpour and the whole thing collapsed on top of her. I was nostalgic to see Derek Underwood in <laughs> the <boat>. <laughs>
2: Beautiful. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are quite good. you yourself. Andy. very good, <laughs> good indeed. The you employed
3: a writer this week or something? <laughs> <you>? <laughs> he's got someone <laughs> <writers laughs> in. He's got writers in. He's got a man in. Can tell, he's got a big man team in. behind him yeah. this week. Like
2: 10 writers in the room all pitching ideas. <laughs> okay, what have we got? Yeah, okay. We'll go with a Derek one. That's yeah, we'll great. go with Derek Underwood. <laughs>
3: we'll stick with that one. Don't
4: worry, it's downhill from
2: me. Um Okay, uh, Bo Derek. I mean, again, the word probably would be doing the heavy lifting if she said to you, "Probably know me best from the <laughs> film with Dudley Moore." Ten. Mm, yeah. Um, what is she now, Bo? Uh, Bo, I was say Bo that's the, that's the game, Paul. Uh, Bo, yeah, Bo, uh, Bo, Derek is. She's got to be about seventy, isn't she? Um, 70 I'm going to go what do you think I think she's about I'm going to say 68 she's 65 oh, wow. wow. sorry yeah. Bo if you're listening take, so just take yeah. some years at Ross Bronze, <laughs> and we'll, I'll meet you in the middle <laughs> yeah. what's that done to the scores Jeff
1: Paul you're 5 out to 19 Charlie 3 out on that one he's onto 8 oh, this is very good
2: play by Charlie he's really got the hang of this game so here we go Yes, yeah, the cricketer, the
4: Sri Lankan cricketer, Marvin Atapattu. Marvin Atapattu. Great scenes this week where Marvin won the great Sri Lankan bake-off. Atapattu cake, Atapattu cake, baker's man. <laughs> yeah, as you said. As you said. <laughs> you can't, can't be gold,
3: everyone. No, yeah. that's right.
1: You just bury it. It's like halfway through a series. But bury <laughs> the duff episode. Bottle yeah. episode, episode four. Yeah. The writers, yeah. the, the writing team left after the first. We'll give you three, Andy, and then we're going for lunch. Here we go. For lunch,
6: <laughs> yeah. um, uh, I, don't to, I don't know who
3: this is, so I've got, I've got to decide if he's playing now or if he's 35, 45, 51. Oh, Miles out. a bit miles
1: out.
3: a bit higher. So that's made it a bit more
1: interesting, yeah, though, Jeff, uh, it's isn't Pretty it?
3: even, isn't it? Now,
1: yeah, it has Charlie 16 out on that, so you move on to 24, and uh, Paul is six out, so he moves on to 25, one in oh, it after four. See,
4: a Cruel game, it's you're cruel still winning game. though, Charlie.
1: Oh, so long to go yet. Yeah, it's only
2: half
4: time. Nearly half time. you got one more to go. Yeah, yeah. He's the president of Dixon's Retail, Lord Stanley Calms. Mm. Lord Stanley Calms, and we were on a visit to Anfield for a Liverpool game when he tripped and fell. I had to give the alert. Calms down, Calms down. Oh, okay.
2: Well, oh, yeah. The Liverpool transmitter has just. Yeah, <laughs> has just I think it has. Yeah, definitely. There's nothing uh,
3: wrong with that. Do you
2: know? Lord Stanley have gone calms? with. I'd have gone with the. Have I been cancelled? I'd have gone Liverpool? Stanley Calms
3: before the storm. I'd yeah. have done the, the storm. I, I caught him once uh,
2: just before it. Oh, it bucked. Yeah.
3: <laughs> he calms before the storm. <laughs>
2: Um, it's like a comedy workshop. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'd say <laughs> Millets. I'm, I'm guessing I've got a clue. Yeah, the
3: Dixons next to Millets. Yeah, He's calms before Peter Storm. No, maybe no, not. No, no, no. Don't you start. You <laughs> first it for a
2: Don't expose yourself <laughs> like this, Charlie. You'll never get a gig again. Yeah. Just showing the workers hey, up. Hey. Making
3: Andy feel better. Um, <laughs> it's good, really. I'm pleased with You're that. You're clearly that. not one of the writing team. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: 68, Lord Stanley
3: Combs. Lord Stanley Combs. I'm going to S-house it because I want to stay in the game. Okay. So I'm going to go 70. No, funny enough, I bumped into him.
4: He knows something. He's really old. He's 90. Oh, okay.
3: wow. wow really. okay. He
2: bumped into him. He had a fall, didn't he? I mean, <laughs> he bumped into be careful. No, I in a restaurant. Don't, don't, I don't in bump into 90-year-olds, in the and There he
3: was. <laughs> <right>. So what's <laughs> that I was in was the st- Ivy st- that's really with Lord <laughs> Star- Stanley Combs. Lord and, Stanley <laughs> <laughs> and Sir Johnny <laughs> Weaver.
2: Johnny Weaver,
1: Exactly. What's that down
2: to the scores, uh, James? Paul,
1: uh, you are 22 out on that one. So you're on to 47 at the halfway stage. Charlie, 20 out. He is on 45 and if I've got these wrong somebody will tweet me and tell me so forty-seven, forty-three three in it yeah
2: okay uh, we'll just uh, have a, an orange and five minutes break uh, Andy can work with his writers on the next five gags and uh, we'll see you for the second half very shortly the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast Christmas just around the corner and if you're still looking for the perfect gift for the sports fan in your life, look no further. TalkSport's brand new book, the TalkSport Quiz Book, is available to purchase now from Amazon and all good bookstores. Yes,
3: there are two and a half thousand questions split into family-friendly, easy, medium and hard sections for each sport and this awesome quiz book is the ultimate test of sporting knowledge and the perfect Christmas gift for anyone who loves the ups, downs and hilarity of the world of sport. Grab a copy today from Amazon and all good bookstores. We spoke to Alan Moore over in Moscow earlier on. um, And uh, he knows a bit about Ralph
2: Ranyek because he does a bit of work at Locomotive Moscow where he's been working. And Alan said they neither want him or need him. He couldn't see it happening, but in the last half hour we've discovered that it looks like he's very much on his way to Old Trafford. But Alan says it's the most insane thing I've heard this week. He derailed Locomotive Moscow, see what he did there, and left the club in a mess. So there no, um, we are. Generally a lot of people have been Feeling it's a good move, but yeah. not Alan nope. over in Moscow. Uh, we'll David see.
3: John Smith has, t- has uh, t- tweeted us. I'm driving to Torquay to watch Halifax on Saturday. Give me a shout out, please. Depends on your sporting, David. But yeah, um, if you're supporting, now, thanks. I Alan hope we have, no have a terrible much. weekend and it's yes. a wasted journey. <laughs> <laughs> good old Charlie he knows how it works <laughs> in Radio Land, as Rodney Marsh used
2: to say. Uh, let's uh, bring Andy Jacobs back and Jeff Peters, our official scorer, yeah. for the second half of the birthday spread. Oh, it's. 47 versus 44. And uh, Charlie, uh, here's Pele again, and you lead us off for the Mm -hmm. second
4: one. Okay, uh, birthday number six, um, proving that I definitely don't use writers. It's uh, former president of Nigeria, Good Luck Jonathan. Good Luck Jonathan. And in 1983, he created Nigerian snooker history when he made the first televised 147. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Bill Webernick, look round the screens as the commentator said. Oh, good luck, good luck, mate. Oh
3: gosh, <laughs> I put that one in for myself. I know former, <laughs> former Nigerian president. Yeah, good luck, Jonathan. Good luck,
4: Jonathan. Could be any age, can he?
2: Paul? Yeah,
3: That's yeah. The thing isn't it? You know, who he is. Don't you? I, well, I, 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 I
2: don't know. Sixty-eight. I think he might be a bit older than that, Charlie. Um, eighty. No, he's 64. Oh no, this is the I'm not, bad you luck, in the break. You I had a bad feeling yeah, about you the always second. always tell world. me you have a bad feeling. I don't, feeling Charlie. About this. I don't. I'm going very confident, not today. Um, so what's that done? The scores, Jeff.
1: Paul 16 years oh. out on that one. So you're on to 63. Oh, Excellent guess from Charlie. I had no idea who he was. Um, four out and he's on 48. So oh. 15 in it with wow. four to go.
2: What a game. And you can S-house your way to that final mm, one, can well, you? you can I think try. you're better than that. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Someone pressing pause just as I'm, I'm about to shoot. <laughs> I know whatever I say now, RL S-house is way in the what's next Paul one. Was Paul on 60 what? I'm on 63-48. okay. Okay, uh, Andy. Okay, it's the Prime Minister of Denmark,
4: Mette Frederiksen, Mette Frederiksen, <laughs> and I'll never forget being with Ron Atkinson when we first encountered her at the start of the week. It was a shock. Met her on a Monday and my heart stood still. To do big, big ron ron <laughs> to <laughs> Didn't
2: really sell it. should have sung it. shouldn't have really sold it. Well, I, I couldn't you sung
4: say it, I thought
3: more. we were going to go with a Mette on a Monday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Took her for a drink on Tuesday. Is she? Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the surname? Frederiksen. Meta Frederiksen. I thought he might have gone Facebook Frederiksen. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Still the president, yeah? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. um, Prime Minister, sorry. Prime Prime Minister Minister of Denmark. They normally have kids in, don't they? Scandinavian countries, the prime minister probably about 16. Uh, I, that's probably not true. Um, is that your first answer? No, 50, he did just <laughs> um, say, a, he's, I he's said probably once about again 16. just
3: point p- pumping out numbers no, no. until he gets a, an <laughs> 50, answer 55. 55. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. What a, is I it? Clo- I think you're close. I think yeah. you're close. Don't say what it is. I haven't answered yet. What do you think it is? I think it's fifty-four. Yeah, ball. I thought you
2: might have said that, Charlie. <laughs> what is it?
3: Forty-four. <laughs>
2: Forty-four. Okay. Well, you have to think about it. Yeah. So, what's
1: that? What's the scores, Jeff? Uh, Paul on to seventy-four. Yeah. Charlie on fifty-eight. Three to go. Okay. All right. I'd love it. I'd love it. Hey, <laughs> he's still got to get to number ten.
3: Right. Go on. Dude. Well, I might not. I won't know who this, is, will I? So, go on, Charlie. Uh, Eddie, so
4: okay. On. It's the singer and songwriter Horse McDonald. Horse MacDonald. Oh,
3: yeah. Horse And uh, she
4: was playing, yeah, she was playing the Cheltenham Music Festival when Broth Scott walked by and asked, who's that? It's the Haas, Brad. it's the Haas. <laughs> <laughs> Doing it all today.
2: Writers obviously had the afternoon off.
4: Didn't that it? was a good joke, <laughs> Horse, horse MacDonald. That was
2: a good
3: joke. I'm loving it. I think Andy, I'm when, it. I, I'll take it from here. After the three. I, I've got the idea. I'll take it from here.
2: Are <laughs> you spelling horse? H-O-R-S-E. Yeah, it's Horse, Horse MacDonald. And what, yeah. is, what is she? Is it a she? She's a singer and songwriter. Okay, yeah. Horse MacDonald, yeah, okay.
4: I had to look her up, I didn't know. I'd never heard of her either. 46. It is a woman.
2: 46. And Horse is one of those names you can't put a handle on, can you?
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, for nice. goodness sake. For goodness sake, Charlie. What were that on an a white fairy?
2: Um, Ridiculous. C- crickety-click 66. Oh, back in the game. She's 63. Okay, well back in the game. So, what's that done to the scores, Jeff?
1: Well, that has made it interesting, very interesting. So, Paul three out Mm. on that. So he moves on to 77. Charlie.
2: That's yes, right, 77, yeah, yep. that's right, sorry, yeah. Yep, on. Yeah, thanks. Um, <laughs> I bet
1: you're,
2: you're right. a nightmare. You're right. Right. Monop- yeah. I bet you're a nightmare to <laughs> be <made>
3: Monopoly with <laughs>
0: it's Got a house
3: on
1: that, house on that. Charlie. Like, is 15
3: pounds, I think you'll find.
1: <laughs> Charlie's 17 out, so on to 75, so there's Ooh. two in it. Oh. Two to go. Ooh. Here we go, there's not so much S
2: housing going <laughs> on on this next one all of a sudden. Right, next one, go on hey. Andy, crack on.
4: Okay, uh, it's Sir Ben Helfgott, a president of the Holocaust Memorial Day Trust. Right. Sir Ben Helfgott.
2: Right. Okay. Right, okay. Um, I haven't got it. Uh, Seventy-five. I'm going to go. Eighty. Ninety-two. Oh. So what? What's that done? What's
1: well, that it's done? just just opened the gap a little bit for Charlie. So seventeen out. You were Paul. So you're on ninety-four. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, 12 out. He's on 87. It's a very high scoring game today. Uh, but there are, what, seven in it yeah. with one to go?
2: Seven in it with one to go.
4: Charlie, Ooh. you go first. Here we go. Okay. Okay, it's the Conservative MP for Haven't, the government whip, Alan Mack. Alan Mack, M A K, Alan Mack. He's, uh, he's been absent from the House, actually, for so long, people <laughs> are beginning to talk. Even Mark Morrison wondered when he would be coming <laughs> back. <laughs>
3: Return Um, of the man. Return of the man. Once again. Oh my God. Oh I do. Oh I do do do. Right. (laughs) Uh, Fifty-two.
2: And uh, I'm seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah. Um, Yes. Fifty-two. Okay. I'll go (laughs) sixty.
4: He went the wrong (laughs) way. Thirty-eight.
2: Get it.
3: (laughs) That was quite. (laughs) I thought. yeah. it was bleak know. for you Paul just, all the way. you had a chance there as well a oh, little open goal to yeah, roll no. it in yeah. just what did have, you
1: say 60 Paul was I, 60 was, I, I said,
3: dived yeah. the wrong way for that pen Paul and you yeah. just had to tap it in the other side of you you did play you, I mean getting a naught on the field. you did play well today Charlie
2: thank you Paul like, yeah, you, you sound pretty well. angry about it no 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 I, just, I, just, I know now I've got up my game
1: I've got up my game <laughs> Well, you've got up your game What about me yeah that's very true well the final scores you know it was a an exciting game but a high scoring game 116 plays 101 so Charlie Charlie wins back to back wins dragging you down um, to my level 10-5 now a mine count double, so
3: it's 10-all. Lovely. Yeah. OK, nice. <laughs> we'll do it all again next week. Charlie, I thank and you, Andy. Me, Andy, I'll, I'll,
4: I'll catch up with me, you tomorrow. me, Janny's Infantino is a distant memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that, yeah, that really was a I like a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Jed.
1: Cheers, guys. The Hawksby and Jacobs
2: Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon show. There it is. Um, I'm back with Andy tomorrow, with a bur- oh, sorry, with the Clips of the Week, etc. Um, Charlie, I'll see you on Tuesday.
3: You will indeed. I'm back uh, Saturday morning with Max for the yeah. game day warm-up, nice. Autobiography Wars time difference you know all the, war, the other things other thing I never do Paul you I never can never remember it's a it's a three year competition it's the Champions League I can't remember who's playing <laughs> fair enough ok
2: if you can join us in one if you can if not podcast
1: available around 4 o'clock thanks for listening you've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on Talk Sport.
0: here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue